Uh, the music, of course. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, welcome, everyone. And this is 18 Wheels, and I'm your host, the Professor Tori Wiley. On this podcast today, we're going to be talking about Roe versus Wade and what does it mean to you and how do you feel about the ruling that was handed down on this very critical topic to discuss. We wanna get all of the interaction with the audience to make sure that they listen and understand what their civil rights are being violated at this time, especially females. And also wanna hear from the guys of what you think about this. Cause some of y'all pull out game is weak, so y'all better start practicing on it because <laughs> it is serious. So I want to give it up to my co-host. We got Miss Diamond in the Rough, Neek in the building. Hey, y'all. I got my boy, lover boy, Lamont. Yeah, boy. And we'll have Freight Pushinay, hopefully. She was had an incident, but hopefully she will be in. So just give it up for my favorite podcast host on this day. How was everybody weekend? Oh, what did I do this weekend? What did I do? Uh, let me think about that. Oh, hey, I, spent my, shit. <laughs> I spent my weekend balling. Balling on the budget, baby. Don't want you at a cookout? No, I, me and my baby went to the little um, community pool. It was $2 a piece. Oh, so, you man. know, you paid $4. There wasn't nobody did that. Um, the venue was super clean. It's super nice. So we just hung out there and, you know, we got us some sandwiches. How long did y'all stay out there? 
We stayed out there about three and a half hours. If y'all do some late night skinny dipping. No, I said me and my daughter, boy. Oh, me I thought and my said, daughter. I thought you said you and your baby. <laughs> yeah. Yes, my baby, my, my little baby. Okay, okay. See what I'm saying? That's how I be so You're talking about the boo thing. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the boo thing. You nah. The, you talking about the little one. Yes, man. You, got, you can't say baby. These days, babies ain't babies, you know. Oh man, she gonna be my baby. Mm, I got that, and I want to thank everybody for coming in this podcast and make sure they check out the 18 Wheels store. We got the 18 Wheels water in stock now, so you can go on the website at www.18wheelsstore.com and order as much water as you like, and even have your guilty pleasure sections. For your freaks that's on and off the road, you know. Mm. I know Lover Boy gonna be in there soon, or him <laughs> some some <laughs> something weird on there. But we want to make sure that everybody has something for their life on that store. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, we yeah. also want to make sure you share the podcast so all your friends and your enemies because they might not like you. <laughs> so make sure you go to www.18wheels1.com and have your friends and family members follow the podcast and support what we're doing out here. We're pushing information. So the, today's topic is going to be Roe versus Way, and I want to make sure people be mindful about what their comments are when it comes to this topic because it's a very, touchy. very touchy topic, um, especially what's going on. And, you know, I, I don't approve of Roe versus Way. So what can we do to overturn it? Or can we do things to overturn it? Nah, I think, I think uh, it's going to be what it is. Yeah, this is the way we live in. But it's, we're going to drop some information on you. Our girl Diamond in the Rough got some good information to share. And just make sure you know what you're getting into before you get into that type of situation. Guys. So, girl, dropping with the gems. Diamond in the Rough. Hey, y'all. Hey. Welcome to my segment, Diamonds Dropping Gems with Diamond in the Rough. So today my topic is going to be sundown towns. Now this is a quote from John Lewis. A democracy cannot thrive where power remains unchecked and justice is reserved for a select few. Ignoring these cries and and failing to respond to this movement is simply not an option. For Mm. peace cannot exist where justice is not served. Mm. So that's going to lead me into the topic of what we have across the United States is called sundown towns. It's crazy. Um, one of our great poets, Maya Angelou, makes reference to this concept in her memoirs, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, where mm-hmm. one of her characters had stated to um, one of the uh, another character and said, you better not let your in sunset on, the, on your ass. And that basically mm-hmm. saying that you shouldn't be in this town when the sun sets. Mm-hmm. That's now, crazy. I'm just saying, in a day where we are very inclusive about gender, about sexual orientation, about the way you want to live your life and raise your kids, you know, you would think that racism wouldn't be in the forefront like it is today. But however, I was just viewing, I did a lot of research on this topic and it's all on TikTok and it's, um, it's the great things on the internet. However, it was just the incident in 2022. The young trucker went to go pick up a load from Vidor, Texas. So as he was coming through Vidor, Texas, he was already starting to see some disturbing scenes. So he seen a dog that was hanging by his neck wrapped in a Confederate flag. He seen a lot of other Confederate flags. He seen um, like scarecrow dummies hanging from the tree wrapped in Confederate flags. 
Now, you know, he's just chopping it up and say, you know, hey, maybe this is a Confederate town. So he proceeds to go pick up his load. So when he gets to the security desk, the man phones in the cold red. So, you know, he's kind of alarmed, like, you know, what's going on? So mm. he states to him that, hey, you know, I don't want to be responsible for your safety, right? Yeah. He gets down there, pick up the load. He don't know anything the wiser. The guys are ferociously loading up his truck and said, please, please just take your load and go to Beaumont, Texas and do not stop. Mm -mm. And we are in 2022. And, crazy. and basically a sundown town is where it is predominantly white and i mean when i say predominantly i mean that it's probably if it's 100 citizens it's probably the ratio may be 100 to 1 um in 2022 but back in the 1930s these were towns where we couldn't people of color indian or other than um caucasian you couldn't drive through that town like you couldn't drive through there at night you could may have worked there but after sundown, you was not allowed to be caught in that town. And the police were turning a blind eye to that. The citizens were turning a blind eye to that. And so... um crazy. A lot of hanging up, but... Yeah, and it's not even only you would think that that would be southern towns, but the northern towns, California, New York, Maryland, they had those same issues, but they may not have been in blatant, but they were still, the tactic was just as brutal. Mm, that's crazy. Why, why do we still have sundown towns? That's the good question why are we still why are they still able to do this because it's it's just the way of the world i mean just because you know martin Luther king they say someone someone called uh broke everything up and helped make us equal that doesn't sit right in people's mind as equal because some people still see you as what they see you were back then mm -hmm. slaves like when you're locked up you're still a slave that's why uh, you know where people get locked up and they, time is money and money is time and how they want to break that slave trade is to put you back in bars it's the same thing mm -hmm. and, and Ray also, Simmons says that too tons of tons of those towns are in PA hmm. yep and so um I want to drop one more thing on you because this was very interesting it was in 2005, a sociologist named James Lowen published Sundown Towns, A Hidden Dimension of American Racism. But after he made that publication, he joined forces with students from Toluga College and they put together an interactive map. Mm. Now, I visited that map the other day. So it lists all of the states. You can click on that state and it lists all of the cities and towns that have was ever listed, maybe been suspected of being a sundown town. But it's just in this age, it's like, you know, you can't even go on a road trip with, with your family. You know what I mean? Because you still have to watch out for these type of places and to tell right. your kids to watch out for these type of places because I'm 40 and I didn't even know those kind of towns still exist. I know those kind of people did, but for it to be a collective location, it's it still is just it's dangerous. And I don't think it's um about being scared but just being prepared and being you know aware of what's of what's actually going on out here you I know, know so, right. mm -hmm. the wild part of you don't notice and you, let's say you on a road you catch a flat tire god forbid and you exactly. don't even know it's a sundown town correct that's mm. exactly and so and you and you when you go on that map you will be surprised about what they consider sundown towns because in maryland they listed chevy chase they listed crofton and you, when you go back and you look at these areas and how they how they are now predominantly Caucasian and really unless you in there by ways of money, 
uh, your regular citizens won't go there. And that's why when you say, well, why did they get pulled over? Because they were targeted. And targeting is, is still is almost, you know, same way as racial profiling. It's still alive and well today. Mm. Oh, definitely, definitely racial profiling. Yeah, you're definitely, definitely going to have to drop that map. So we need to know that. We need to keep that map going on every podcast, especially people at this time of year. They're traveling with the kids. They're on the road trying to have fun. And, and uh, you know, just like you said, something small could happen like a flat tire to go and then you're stuck in this or just town. stopping simply to get gas Use because, the restroom yeah. yes all of that all of that so and that's like i said back Door in two, luck boy 2017 <laughs> that wasn't that too long ago they issued a whole warning for this entire state of missouri so wow. that just lets you know that it's still prevalent today you know mm. what i'm saying so i'm just saying hey y'all when we out here we're traveling everybody just be careful and vigilant because That's it's not true. the world we live in, it's the people we live with. So yeah, we just have to be true. careful. But one of the Super big similar. signs you're going to see is when you see some Confederate flags waving. So Yeah, that is a sign. You see those everywhere. Well, I appreciate that. Me for dropping them gems. Super, get rid of that for dropping them gems. Y'all be mindful. Pay attention. What's going on? We talk about that all the time. Lover boy Lamont. Ain't seen you in a while, brother. You need to bring your ass down to Florida. What's up with them sports? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You know how the sports was. Easy come, easy goes. But we're going to talk about what happened Saturday night. And I'm talking about that fight. Explosive. How Dr. Dre say explosive. I mean, you had Ryan Garcia versus Javier Fortuna. Garcia came in his fight. He was ranked the sixth best lightweight contender in the world in this fight Garcia would put on a clinic he landed devast he, he clearly devastated Fortuna with crushing body blows throughout this fight Fortuna would fall in this fight three times one time he would fall in the fourth by a body shot the fifth he would fall to a crushing left hook and the sixth round was last but not least where he was hit with another body shot to send him falling to the canvas. Garcia will ultimately win his fight in the sixth round where his hand was yelled and, and they said, who would you like to fight next? And you know who he said? I want to see Tank Davis or Devin Haney. Mm. This is going to be something, I mean, if, this, if either of these fights break out, Garcia, he wants his hands on Tank. Devin wants his hand on Tank. But Garcia said he's up next. All three of these fights will be explosive. I just can't wait to get my hand because, man, do I love me some boxing. And I know you do too. Mm-hmm. But in a lighter note, we're going to touch on that good old NBA. Mm-hmm. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, this may be the summertime, this may be the time to shine, but I'm talking about it's also that time to grind. With no NBA going on, really, let's talk about what's going on in the news. We had LeBron James in Drew League fashion dropping 42. Can you believe this guy is still in the league and he's able to drop 42 points for show? Man, LeBron James getting it done. At the Drew League, the Drew Goodman League, he's still in there. Him and um, uh, what's his name uh, from the uh, Raptors? We're, forget about, we're talking about LeBron. 
LeBron is <laughs> getting it done. LeBron getting it done. And on Saturday news, we're going to talk about Brittany Grinder. Brittany Grinder is still being held. She pled guilty. The trial is still going on. And they're saying that maybe it was a mistake that she pled guilty to these charges over in Russia. She thought that if she would plead guilty to these charges, that, hey, I'll be coming home. But what she could have did was hurt herself. If the United States don't have a prisoner to give Russia, then Grinder would rot in jail. Ultimately, over there, they don't play that. You can't, I said this last week, you cannot go into these places thinking you're in the United States. The shit's just not going to fly. That is true, brother. Like, don't, do don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, the only thing I, I feel sorry about the situation, but she she know better. You know what I mean? We all know better when we go in other countries, maybe because she feel that she is this kind of celebrity over there, that it would be looked past. But, you know, with a war going on and they and America has so many sanctions on Russia, of course they're going to use her as a political oh, yeah. pawn. Oh, yeah. it's, it's not even only that and it, it just really goes back to um even though we have money and you have a little status you are still an african-american traveling Black. abroad your block so, so you should have never gotten that comfortable with that little bit of money that you were making to think that you can go over there and break the law that's just yeah, point yeah. but you can't even do that here because Hell we no. don't have the same we don't have the same rights as our counterparts so you know I'm, I'm not I'm saying it's a little harsh but come on you know some things we we got to be smart enough to be yeah, like we gotta be don't smarter. let them dupe us yeah. that's like uh what's that uh one of them ball brothers was it, uh, give me for last he got caught up in something and shit, they was gonna uh, not bring him back over mm-hmm. he was in Lith- was he in Lithuania I think so I remember that. yeah and uh you gotta realize you you gotta conduct yourself as if you was over here but I can't say that because she probably does that over here. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. And she just saw so, that one yeah, time. You know. She could have just slept up and thought it was empty. Or no, didn't no, discard no. it. I, no, I what know. happened, she thought, hey, she never, here's what I think happened. Mm-hmm. She was in a rush. The war was about to start. And she probably could have forgot it. it was in her bag. Mm-hmm. And she trying to hurry up and get back home. And now the Russian jail cells at home. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what kind of food they eat over in Russia, mm. but it ain't well, no. It ain't no hamburger. Hey, well, you know, prayers go out to to the Ghana family and her. Hopefully, they'll get her home. If it was LeBron, he would have been home. Yeah, okay, so hold on, hold on, y'all. <laughs> we have a comment from Sharia. She says, "Do you think if she was a man, the U.S. would have gotten her home by now?" It's like mm. I said, if, if LeBron, if it was LeBron James or Michael Jordan or Kobe was still living. Yeah, if it, it was one home. of them, they probably would have been home. But, you know, because she has- it's, I think it's still a money thing. You understand what I'm saying? Like you said, all of those big name men, they, they bringing millions to the U.S. It's, so it's so they're using them as they don't have for her. They don't have no bargaining chips. She it's may not, not make she not making no, that, um, the U.S. not no money. That's not what it is. I told you before. It's a, it's, it's a, a black thing. It's a sexuality thing. Mm-hmm. In Russia, they don't play that, and that's one strike against her. You and did the say second, that. You and did the second, say that. And the second strike is just you know you can't go breaking laws. Cause like I said before, 
if it was a Russian person doing the same thing, he'd probably be probably dead by now. You know what I'm saying? Or just get no. life life in jail. We well, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I want to research what is the penalty for this in Russia. Yeah, because it's like how we talked about like Dubai. A woman went over there with an ounce of cocaine, and they sentenced her to death for an ounce of cocaine. So you know, it's it's no the law is no drugs. Period. Yeah, but you can't. But you, but you can't say that because you got to think about. Listen, you got people like Frank Lucas and all those different people that was running cocaine through the United States, and they cracking deals with the government so they could find out more information, but. It was an ultra problem when they found El Chapo because he's somebody that's coming from the outside. So you, they treat outsiders with hostility. That's period. And and everybody does that to everybody that's an outsider to their country. Mm, I hear that. You got to look at it like that. They've been cracking deals with, with people that's been running drugs in the United States forever. But now they want to hold her to the higher standard, like the guillotine, like we got a no-hold <laughs> boss. Come on, she ain't had pounds and pounds and kilos and kilos. But let's say if it was a Russian man or a Russian woman that got caught with that, that lady would have been on probation if she wouldn't have been held in no Russian prison. All because I it's too it prevalent. Name, it's with a name like Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> she would have started grinding, goddammit. <laughs> and that's it for the sports. Give it up for our boy, lover boy, Lamont, with them sports. <laughs> what a freight pushing is out today, and we wish her a speedy recovery. Speedy recovery. I got a little blue in my voice. So, Nick, Nick, drop that word of the day for freight pushing Nate since she's out right now. While I'm feeling in for my girl, freight pushing this is the word for the day. The word for the day is mindset. The driving force in the quest for success and achievement, a mindset that combines discipline, strength, confidence, and ambition is a powerful mindset. This can achieve anything it sets its sights on. A powerful mind can achieve anything. And my people, please remember, watch your thoughts, for they become words. Watch your words, for they become actions. Watch your actions, for they become habits. Watch your habits, for they become character. And watch your character for your it character becomes your destiny. Becomes your destiny. Uh, we uh. are what we think. Thank you for Ooh. thank you for listening to the word of the day. This is Diamond standing in for Freight Pushing A. Hey, give her them claps. Give you them made them me claps. You made me uh you made me uh like a tingle go through my body when you say give it up for sexual there. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that, boy, that boy crying over that boy. Uh, you feel it through my mouth. Get that boy some tissue. Yeah. Hey, but let's get um, into this topic, man. Let's get into the topic. And right are we talking about mind sex? I want every, I mean mm, mindset, excuse me, everybody. Did you say mind sex? I heard I said I, 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 excuse me, everybody. <laughs> I heard of mine. You got Y'all get on my nerves. Hey, so, hey, <laughs> hey, you better get your mind out the gutter, goddamn. Okay, I got to get my mindset together. Okay, <laughs> so as we're talking about different mindsets, every everybody to comment, like, and share. Um, we are definitely interest, interested in your um, comments and your thoughts today. Our topic for today is Roe versus Wade. Mm. Um, they just passed a law recently that has revoked the right for women to have an abortion no matter the reason no matter yeah. the cause 
And so that is a heavy topic um, among all races, um, rich or poor, um, and east to west coast. And you know, right now we're dealing with this topic, and it's in a hot topic. It's in a it's in a political scene. It's in your churches. It's in your workplace. So this is what um, we're talking about today. And mm. so when Tori had asked me about that, whew, it's just a really, really, really hard topic for me mm-hmm. because huh, they keep it honest. Keep it 100. You know, I had an abortion when I was 17. Mm-hmm. And the truth be told, it wasn't conducive for nobody's life. I had a baby with a man that was 35. I was ready to go to college. It was no way that I was going to have that man's child. Mm-hmm. It would have wrecked his life, my life, and not to mention all the other people that it would affect. Oh, and yeah. I'm not here to say that I was proud of that decision, but God knows where I would have been mm-hmm. with that situation and how everything else played out in my life. And another thing that you know, it's like, is it a general statement and just saying, hey, we're just going to make that across the board? Or what happened to the young lady that was raped and now she conceived a child? You want to force her to have that child? I'm not pro-murder, but oh yeah, I am like pro-circumstance, you know? And then you're saying, well, hey, she can have the baby and give it up for adoption. But then on the other hand, you say you don't have, it's already kids that's already in the system that we can't provide for. So it's like, you know, what do you do? I, 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 I really, yeah, I don't I, even know. You know, it's a, hard, it's a really, really yeah. hard topic. Us as guys, we can't understand as a woman going through abortion. We look at it like, get an abortion, get an abortion, get an abortion. Get rid of it. But we don't, as men, we don't understand the, the um, psyche, the emotional, you know, strain that it has on a woman to, to do this, you know, Most we definitely. just thinking of like, we don't want a kid, get an abortion, but they gotta actually, you know, I've seen it and it's not the, it's not the prettiest sight, you know, no, it's not. Who, who have done it. And it takes a lot for a woman, woman to go through that. And uh-huh. then some women are like, yeah, I'll get one. And then after, you know, after, after it happens, they started feeling the effects, the emotional mm-hmm. strain. Yeah, but I do, I, I'm not for, the road versus way verdict because you know it's people getting raped out here it's so much going on where it's like okay if now they can control a woman what a woman can do with her body what's next right right I, I, i'm in the mindset of uh i don't agree with it but i i i see things on both sides of the spectrum yeah you understand it i, I see i see it for for uh why they overturned it Mm-hmm. You gotta realize, um, to to kill something is a crime. To keep something that's not wanted, it's neglect. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at it like I'm now. I, I I'm I gotta keep this. Anything could have happened to me. No one cares about me. No, that means I gotta have my life put on hold. My life is basically, let's say, for instance, like you said, somebody get raped, 14 years old, you get raped. Now, at 15, you're raising this child. Child that you don't even want. Mm. It's 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 kind of, it's crazy. Yeah. And you have to also take, and so 
one of our um, viewers has said, you know, it's, it is not only, um, just a physical pain, it's an emotional and it's a mental pain as well, because postpartum depression is, is real. So if you got women just, I mean, y'all probably don't know, but as a woman, right, you go through postpartum depression with a child that you may have wanted that you and your husband planned. So just think how she's going to feel if she's forced to have a child that she doesn't, she didn't already want to begin with. And now she's scared she don't want to go to jail. Mm -hmm. So now where does that leave the baby? Is he in a better position? Because now you're talking about more child abuse, more neglect. Because a person, now I'm feeling like I'm forced to take care of something that I didn't want. Mm-hmm. You know, back it. then, but back then, remember when um, they people was leaving babies on people's Tra- doorstep and all that. Trash cans, Because they didn't want it. And I'm not here to say it's not right or it's wrong because it's been right or wrong way before we got to this right before we got to there you see what i'm saying right before we got to the act of abortion whatever you did however the baby got here it should have been precautions taken xyz okay but now that the baby is here and you can see you either can have the baby raise that child and love it or like so many people have these children and then they end up in the state anyway. They end up abused. They end up in sex trafficking. And it's like, would you rather, rather a child, a child be, be sold into sex trafficking or just yeah, taken away from here cool. before that? So it's, it's just this, this is a cruel world we live in. So yeah, we, just, exactly. we gotta understand that these actions that's been taken upon your uh, civil liberties is just. It's astonishing because they've been trying to they've been trying to overturn this thing for years. Mm. I mean, they didn't have rally after rally after rally. So this decision, and even when the decision was made, it seemed like most of the states they were they were ready for it. So mm. it's been this thing has been amped up behind closed doors for a while. It is. We got a comment, El Gato, new listener on the podcast. Welcome to 18 Wheels, El Gato. The same people that are telling you you can't get an abortion for the same people that do not care what happens to the baby afterwards. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying, El Gato. And that's exactly what I'm saying. So it leaves you in a rock and a hard place. You Mm. know, I've talked to, I'm 40, but I listen to a lot of older women. I love to get that wisdom and knowledge. You don't know the women that I've heard horror stories when they had abortions with coat hangers and different things like that because they couldn't get the treatment back in the the 60s, 50s and the 60s mm-hmm. and they didn't want these children. So not only you putting that baby's life in danger, you putting yourself in danger because let's just face the fact, we as humans, if we don't want something, we're going to find a will in a way. Oh, yeah. You know, so is it, do you want it to happen in a controlled, safe environment? Or maybe you should limit that to say, hey, maybe a person under certain circumstances. But I really think like um, uh, Shariah said that it's just too many circumstances surrounding that one incident to make a broad band ruling like that. But mm-hmm. And the reason how they came up with the name Roe versus Wade was first it was a woman and her name, what is her name? You got the Roe versus Wade. And her name was uh, Norma McCorvey, a Texas woman in the early 20s, sought to terminate an unwanted pregnancy. McCorvey, who had grown up in a difficult, um, a different difficult circumstances, previously had given birth twice and given up both children for adoption. At the time of McCorvey's pregnancy in 1969, abortion was legal in Texas. 
but only the person, the, only the purpose of saving a woman's life. Hmm. Well, I think that, you know, when we talk about saving people's lives, this is going to be going on for a long period of time. So like when now when people want to get abortions and it comes to the point, what if you're about to die mm-hmm. or something like that? Are you still not allowed to have to be able to get an abortion? Well, well, what they're saying is now it's going to be state operated. So let's mm-hmm. say uh, some young person come in and they about 15 years old. say I want an abortion. It's going to be up to your state to say, mm-hmm. OK, I, 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 I think that she should have one. Yeah. But I don't think that no one should have that kind of, you know, willpower to make a a, a, a challenging decision over my body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. it's crazy, you know? As they say, as a result, some women resorted to illegal, dangerous, back alley abortions uh-huh. or yeah. self-induced abortions. And that's a real that. thing. And that's a real thing. It's yeah, just it a real thing. In the 1950s and 60s, the estimated number of illegal abortions in the United States ranged from 200,000 to 1.2 million per year. And these are the things we're dealing with, you know, and but like, but like El Gato said, now listen to this on a lighter note, right? So the, the, um, the young lady was traveling in the HOV lane. They had a stop. So they pulled her over and gave her a ticket and said that she wasn't driving with two people. So she said, well, I am driving with two people. They asked her where the other person was. They pointed to her baby. She pointed to her baby. So she been all over the news and things like that. So it's like, if, if does it count as a person or it doesn't? Or does it, it only count as a person when it's in your favor? Because if it's a person before birth, then it counts as two persons, correct? Yeah. And she should be able to ride in the HOV. Yeah, but yeah, no. I'm, I'm just saying. Why not? I mean, I, I I get what you're saying, but I'm saying that's but that's her argument though. That's what she's saying. I mean, so and, she, me, and she got an argument, but why doesn't it count as two people? Because it's not here yet. But you counted as two people before she watch before she get an abortion. That's a good argument. Yeah, I got like I said, it, it's one of those. It's a tricky one, but you know when a judge sit down, a judge gonna say, "Look at here." You knew what you were doing. You knew but you like were he wrong. said, when you wanted, but so then you saying that you could work. That's just like the sundown town then. So they could work the law to their advantage when it's good for them. That's right. It's good Ray for the goose, says, good for the gamer. So doctors and women are punished. What about men? Men can make 100 kids a month, but a woman can only carry one every nine months. Where is the accountability for men? Huh. Yeah. Well, as men, we already know. We're facing an uphill battle for the rest of our lives now. Hey, you better have your Jimmy hat with you. Yeah, you better use protection if you don't want to. If you're not in a position to have kids, or your pullout game is weak. Because yeah. when you, but listen, listen. Yeah. Let me let me keep something real with y'all. Because the fact of the matter is, when you sleep with somebody unprotected, you're looking for two things: a baby or a disease. Yep. So you shouldn't be shocked when you get either one. Or just wetness. <laughs> I mean, we ain't talking about, but I'm just saying that the, the end result, the end result, you know what I'm saying? Or you could just come off with a nice experience. But at the end of the day, we if you engaging in, in, in unprotected sexual activity, then this is what it is. So that's why I said it was already a wrong act way before we got to abortion. Oh, yeah. You should be making these people buy condoms or have, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to control that because before you get to talking about killing somebody or killing a baby, 
we should be really saying, okay, as conscious adults, what are we doing? Are we do we want to have a baby, or are we just living for the moment to say we're gonna kill it later? Because then that's not right. Well, I, I feel something gonna make men responsible for it. Find something. That's really the only thing you can. Or jail time, or some something they're gonna do to make us men be more accountable for our oh, yeah, actions. You got, you got to. Because it's definitely coming. Because just like Miss um, Simmons said, it's like where's the accountability for men? That's gonna be the argument. If you're gonna put all this on women, then what is gonna be the accountability for us men ourselves? Hmm. Yeah, well, as I, I, the accountability is basically saying, "Hey, if you if you are um, if you man enough to, to lay down with that woman, and y'all can do y'all thing, and, and and something come out of it, then you should be able to take care of that child." And that's where this ruling is coming from. Yeah, this ruling is basically stating like, "Hey, get your shit together. You did the deed. And it's time for you to do the do." Mm-hmm. Well. You know, I hear you on that, but okay, so it's no clause in there that says that you have to keep that child. That's going to just force them women to give those children up for adoption. And somebody else going to have to take care of that baby. Or it forces the state to come after the father for the child support. And that's another topic we'll talk about child support. <laughs> See? See how that, how that works? But, but, if- but, but. So you said even if the mother gives that uh, that child up for adoption, that he'll still have to be um, legally uh, responsible, fi- financially responsible for that child. I, I think they're going to make some rules where it's going might be hard to give that child up. If they already taking the rules away for us, uh, where you uh, must keep the baby, the next thing is going to say, hey, you can't give that baby away. That's what this is. That's what this is leading to. Yeah, I can see that. Or more strict, but that's it. But then you talking about a lot of infringement, and you talking about so now you talking about a lot of infringement. So you think after all of this, it will be no civil disobedience? Oh, it will definitely. I mean, it's gonna it's it's gonna be some backlash with all this because you you already see that when when the when the uh, ruling happened, it was like total chaos. Mm -hmm. So you haven't seen we haven't seen the last of this. This is just the beginning. Yeah, that's what this is saying. This is saying after trying unsuccessfully to get an illegal abortion, McCorvey was referred to a Texas attorney, Linda Coffey and Sarah Wendington, who were interested in challenging in abortion laws. In court documents, McCorvey became known as Jane Roe. And then Henry Wade, in 1970, the attorneys filed a lawsuit on behalf of McCorvey and all of the other women who were who were or might be, become pregnant and want to consider all options against Henry Wade, the district attorney of Dallas County where McCorvey lives. Roe That's where you get Wade. the name Roe versus Wade. So guys, I got a, I got a question for my co-host because I, I, I want y'all to really put yourselves in the woman's shoes, right? Okay. So let's just say, you, for whatever reason, let's just say you got this may be your first child, but you already struggling. You may not have nowhere to stay. You don't, you know, you're not good financially. However, I didn't came and got you pregnant. Now, now I'm saying, hey, you know, I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't want nothing to do with my child. And you saying to yourself, what am I going to do? So would you want somebody to say, you got to be forced to take care of that baby and raise that baby by yourself when you calling me and I don't want nothing to do with y'all? Hmm. 
because well, it's, it's it's not only a financial thing it's a rejection thing and i'm not saying that that's the only reason why people get abortions but it's just it's more to to say and say to say oh you know what i'm saying oh she 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 just had a baby or i got a baby over there yeah you can have a baby over there and walk away when you don't have to take care of it and then she got all this pressure on her shoulders that's a lot of pressure well the kids didn't ask to be here you know what i mean so as a man no 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 as a woman i'm telling you as a woman you're a woman you're a woman today you're a woman today and you pregnant (laughs) (laughs) you've been taking it (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying but that but just sit back and put yourself in a woman's shoes and something now you current around this baby that's affecting your body it's affecting your finances the way you move your life and he lived and i must over here living a vida loca and you like mm. well i don't i don't i don't want this baby because it's not only changing my finances i have to get a job or go to school my, my life is now a plan around someone else mm. I, I, here's what i think it's more than just oh i want to kill you know what i'm saying a person like a lot of things come into that decision that has to be made you know what yeah. i'm saying and and when we say oh if we're gonna hold a man accountable we're gonna iron financially financial responsibility is the least of a lot of people's worries yeah what i think saying, this, i think i think I, I think the psyche of the of the uh the woman and the man is it's, it's, it's like this if you're a woman and now you're about to have this baby now I think that the abortion, if it was able, you would get rid of it. You say I can get rid of it, but once that baby is dead, I think when a woman gets a child for adoption, I look at it like you passed that. Mm. Now that's what I that's what I look at it like. Once you saw, oh, I, I got to give my baby away. Once you lay eyes on that child, that like you could. I'm, I'm not saying like your feelings when you get abortion, how you feel emotionally, but I think you got to be feeling real, real, real bad. Once the baby is born, and then you give your child away. Yeah, but see, if, if, if I was having a baby, Nate, if I was in that situation, I would probably want to do it at, at the beginning, immediately, before it's like emotional attachment yeah. to it. You know, but you know, there's some people in here, I don't know what the, 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 the timeline, what is it? Is it four months now you can get get one up to four months? Some, something like that i don't know it depends but, where you go but i couldn't be like trying to get an abortion at four months unless it was something like medically wrong with the child and like it was something bad or so i, I you know it, that's an iffy situation for a man but I, I would say for me it would have to be at the beginning or i'll just have to ride it through because the child you know once i feel there's a heartbeat going on and that's that's a that's a that's a human being but then yes. you just you got some women out here though who will get pregnant by a man and won't even tell them. Don't even give them a chance to be a father. Just get, go ahead, and get rid of the baby. Right, and yeah, but th- that that's that's something. That's something a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Because it could be in an abusive relationship. You don't you know, know. and man, that's what and that's what like working. even Sheree and Sharia was talking about too. Like postpartum is a factor in like those. It's certain things. And I and I heard y'all as men, but it's certain things that you can only experience as a woman to know what it feels like to give up the child, to have an abortion, to keep your child. But, and you know, it's certain things that y'all go through as men that only men will understand. You understand what I'm saying? This is a good question. Keisha 81 said, what about the child that looks identically to the person raped? You see what I'm saying? And then she gonna wanna, so would you rather the child be 
given away and then or would you rather the child her just not have the baby now she got to deal with the fact that she had this baby and all this other stuff if you look at the um suicidal rate of um, postpartum women it's high it's very high yeah. and that's even still with a baby that she may have wanted hmm. and you can't control that postpartum depression you understand what i'm saying it's just something that comes that comes about it's nothing that a woman plans for hmm. Yeah, it's not. But I, I think um, one thing now, since this has uh, came about, now as parents, we got to uh, talk to the young, the youth, and uh-huh. tell them, hey, the do's and the don'ts, the birds and the bees early. Because yep. now, how you, you should go ahead and get that abortion, that's no longer, you don't have that option. So you got to get them started early now and letting them know, like, hey, are you, are you sexually active? What's going on? Yeah. Because I mean, hey, a lot of the younger kids now they're not having kids like back then. Like when we was having kids, it's more of the older, <laughs> the older people having their kids now. A lot of kids are waiting, waiting till they get late in their twenties. A lot of people have, and, and that's kids the thing. If we if, exactly, and it's a it's an education about hey, you don't. I remember back then they used to tell us a moment of pleasure was a lifetime of pain, and that shit was scaring me. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like people just started having sex and started having babies and they just want that feel good moment and you're not thinking about what's coming on the back end. Mm-hmm. Look how many, so many times you say, oh yeah, I like saying we was good in the bedroom, but we can't co-parent or we can't do this, then we shouldn't have been having sex. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to get to, sexual education. It's just not about two grown people making consent to do it. We need to be making sure we are making a conscious decision about what we're doing. Here and now. Here and now, because you say, "Oh well," you and you looking at the lady. She saying she got ten kids, ten different baby fathers, and you say she ran through. She was she made ten bad decisions. She she wasn't planning for herself. She leading with her heart and not her mind. But then she just following the consequences. You understand what I'm saying? And she looking like, "Oh, you know, now she want another man to come take care of her and all them kids." No. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But that should have started in her mindset. Like I said, when I dropped the word of the day for nay. It starts with your mindset. You got to have a strong mindset when you engage in the sexual activity. And that's what we tell our kids. But a lot of grow, adults not equipped to deal with this. Because who goes around making kids and he can't take care of them? She a wouldn't let me feel. Exactly. And, and they shouldn't them. be engaging in sexual activity. Yeah, a lot of people are doing them. Um, if, you can, if you got it, like a Nick Cannon, you got it, then hey. It's nothing then wrong. okay, so your Roy yeah. Oaks, but the man yeah, that don't got no job, he shouldn't be allowed. So why? So you should just be, so you, you should say, say by about, law, cut, his, cut him off. You should you know give him a bisect of dick. Say broke dick is the best dick. So, hey. Oh, boy. <laughs> Romance without finance is a nuisance. So, no vets. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you got some men out here who just like, you know what? I ain't working. I ain't going to work. And they just get away with things in life. Must be blessed. Well, it's the same way. It is another form of prostitution. But see, in a, man, in a man's mind, he don't care about being a hoe. Game but now we, but now, but now we talking about something different because he doesn't mind because he doesn't realize what he's actually giving besides his body. He's giving him a part of his soul every time you have sex with somebody. But that's a different conversation I have with y'all. A different <laughs> conversation <laughs> I have. If with men y'all. were able to have kids, I'm sure a lot of brothers would. And you, would you know? I would like to tell when you call me and ask me for a hundred dollars, and I'm gonna tell you all I got is twenty. Okay. <laughs> or you tell me, you know what I'm saying, the baby, the, the daycare do for 200 and I'm going to slide up with 75 and be like, I ain't worked that much this week. 
and I drive off in the sunset. <laughs> okay. And then you got all the kids over there, and I'm bringing one hamburger for my daughter. Okay, I'm bringing one hamburger. I'm about to drop that McDonald's off on you. <laughs> I saw that video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going hey. to drop the one hamburger off for my daughter and keep it rolling. Sheree Simmons says the vasectomy surgery has gone up 80% since the ruling. Lord have mercy. I believe it. And some people say, well, why don't you get a second man if you don't want any kids? I mean, I, I have my take on it. Yeah, I got my take on yeah, that, I feel, too. I feel like it's like... I feel like you're taking something you're, from me. You're taking it away. So, like how you say, like how they take that away, you know, taking away your rights there, I feel the same way over the second. Give me a right I feel to like I won't shoot I right. I don't want to have, a, have a, another child or not. I mean, I don't want any more kids, you know, so... Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't think that that's something that they should pressure them, but they might start doing it. Yeah. Like, hey, you get a vasectomy. Great. I know a lot of people that have a vasectomy because they don't want any more kids, but the, their significant other, the other wants more kids. So they'll go, they went and got a vasectomy, so they wouldn't have any more kids. They I, I think that's why he said, "Wait till you get married before you start having sex." Okay, because this it, it will cut down on a lot of confusion. Sex. It's like a woman knocking on your door tomorrow. You got milk. <laughs> you ain't got milk. <laughs> I'm gonna blow you out. <laughs> so yeah, this is one of the topics that is gonna go on for a while, and I don't know what we're up against. But fellas, we need to look look out and. And think about some of the things you do. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. As it comes, because vasectomy is probably going to be the way to go. If hey, they, but did hey, you see I what? Um, did you see what? What Keisha eighty one said? She said the vasectomy is reversible. I never heard about that. I've heard that as well. But abortion is permanent, so the vasectomy is 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 um is reversible. I didn't know that. I didn't, oh, I didn't know it was reversible like, like a shirt. It's like your tube side. You can get your tubes untied. Unless they burnt oh. and clipped. Unless they done burned and clipped them, but you can get your tubes untied too. Okay. So I guess it is. Because all, all is they cut, they snipping and cutting. So it's a whole new world. It, they can put it back. But I, I just know. think for on, on a lighter note, for real, it's about education and just being proactive about your choices, you know. I can understand snap. if certain different circumstances, sometimes you got to go with the circumstances. Sometimes we plan, we don't plan for things and things happen, you know, mm. but at the end of the day, it's just, I don't think nobody else should be dictating. Yeah, I mean, because it does. What what a, what a person does with their body, you know what I mean? And that's saying I can detect, I, I can I can say you you shouldn't be gay or you shouldn't dress this way, you shouldn't have your hair this way, you know what I mean? Because it goes against what I believe. Yeah, you know what I mean? This 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 ruling is is not in favor of the youth. That's what I'm going to say. True. Because now you're talking about you know kids get they can get pregnant early. 13, 14? And yeah, now early, like their whole childhood. Yeah, yeah. That, that that childhood is completely gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it's gone. So just imagine they 13, I mean the, the, the baby 13 he just had and he's 23. She never got time to do anything. And now these grandmas, they like, man, uh-uh, that's your child. I ain't yeah. taking I'm a young I'm young. I ain't got time to be in the house. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if she 13 having the baby, 
the mom like 23 24 she ain't got time to be no grandma already but that's what's going to happen it's going it's, this this is going it's, this this is going to tear the households apart it's definitely going to do something because I, exactly. I, I hate to say it when i was with my youngest i was on the way in the clinic you know i was like nah i don't want any more kids but then that's when you used to go and then you see all these people with picket signs and yelling at you and throwing shit at you and stuff like that and something just didn't feel right in me and i was just like you know what not this time and then that made me think take a whole perspective on appreciating a woman and what she has to go through um when she has to get an abortion or you're just getting one because you don't want any more kids or you're just not financially ready like yeah. you stick it in you let it go then you're ready <laughs> simple as that now it's like a lawnmower start yeah. it up yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my lawnmower is kicking out any more weeds, bro. So, <laughs> That's hey. what they all say till Felicia come and tell me some Tory. We got I'm one on the way. I got, <laughs> he looks just like you, don't he? <laughs> he drive trucks and all, beep beep. <laughs> Look, I bought him a little Tonka toy, too. Shit. Yeah, that is funny, man. Well, we definitely want to make sure you keep commenting below and listen to this podcast. And we definitely want to give a shout out to all the new people who are in and our current uh, members that come in on the regular. See, we got Mimi Ames in the room. We got Sheree Simmons in. Thanks for coming in and showing some love. Elgato, we appreciate you coming in, showing some love and supporting the podcast. So we want to get this information out. That's just not just for CDL holders or people in the logistic industry. It's for everybody. It's just part of our industry, but we have dropped a lot of knowledge on previous podcasts and had a lot of co-hosts and guest speakers to come on to talk about credit. Anything that can help you out to succeed in life, period. So we just want to make sure that you just keep checking out supporting the podcast. So any last thoughts here before we get a great podcast for today? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it like, I'm going to say to say to this, this, uh, this was a long day coming, and the way they kept going back and forth to court, we should have known that this day would someday happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, it's setting up, it's setting things up for the future. This is yeah. only the beginning. Mm. And 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 the kick 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 back. This was all started when they brought the uh, ruling of, hey, you got to get the shot or else. So this is the space two of that. Mm. Well, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to my homegirl Freight Pushing Nate. Hope you get well, baby. I just want to say that it's a sensitive topic, and I'm not looking at it like individually, but I'm looking at it like I see a lot of future infringement on my rights, and mm. that's what I'm precautious mm. about. It's, Especially somebody it, who went through it you, know? it. you know what I mean? I may go through it and it may not affect me right now or in the future because I'm done with child rearing. But it, I, we can't forget the ones that's after us. And I feel like it's a lot of infringements on our rights. Not only if they, so if they talk about our bodies, then they're going to be talking about our minds and what we can consume. Oh, so yeah. I'm just precautious about that. So I just, you know, I want all my listeners to understand, hey, you better get woke because it's just not about that. So they could try to control every aspect of our lives. So just be woke and just stay vigilant. I, I, I want to I um, know, like, 
far as these states that's making these decisions, I want to know are their ruling going to be fair? Because with, with, with the law being what it is, and then the state saying, okay, now we can wage on what we want to do, I want to know what's going to, which way are they going to sway? Hmm, that's interesting. That's definitely something we're gonna have to keep watching out, guys, on this. Yeah. Elgato, a few last comments before we get off. Uh, Elgato, they had this plan for a long time with all of the Supreme Court justice people that they wanted for this to happen. Hmm. That is interesting, Elgato. Hey, but wait a minute, my homegirl, don't forget Shariah, cause she been on it tonight, okay? She said exactly. She said, I don't want any more kids either, but this is an attack on women's health from men. Oh. So so you're saying that a man made this decision. We that's a different topic for a different night, but we she said what she said. I'm just saying this. It's more men, it's more men making decisions than it is women. So we not well, gonna negate that well, fact. Well, who was that man who made the decision for child support? What's his name? Yeah, tell them to cut that shit down. It probably was the innovator. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm looking for that guy. Like, hold on, he must have been weak that night. His, his probably, you know what? It probably was the setup. The setup was, look, what you gonna do tomorrow? What you gonna do tomorrow? It probably was one of your homeboys that got tired of taking care of man. Kids say, go ahead, baby, take take somebody else need to be helping you, baby. Take his ass. <laughs> See what it feel like. I've been bringing McDonald's to his ass all this time. So we can go to the wolf and eat crab legs off your man, okay? Shit, I'm tired. Yeah, Gotta keep bringing his ass to McDonald's. It ain't my child. Yes, we trying to we trying to go to um what's that spot Tory? Um, Sizzlers. Um, boy, this boy says Sizzlers. <laughs> Take his be... ass to Sizzlers, God Everybody used to oh. go to Sizzlers now. Okay, so we trying to go to Bob Big Boys on his dime. <laughs> goddamn it, we want to go to Bob yeah, Big Boys. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, Shay Maurice. Thank everybody for coming into this podcast and make sure. You go to www.18wills1.com to listen to this podcast and previous podcasts on all other things that we talk about. And make sure you check out the 18 Wills, the hot new 18 Wills store that is now open for all your guilty pleasures, for everything, your one-stop shop for your on and off-the-road needs. You can go to www dot 18 willstorecom or repeat that one more time you can go to www.18willstore.com and also with people that you know that think that some some things are just too much for them right now but they want to support we also have a program through Caesar which you can go and pay for products as you go so we're looking out for everybody you know that want to support the store the podcast and all of our podcast members so this was a great topic and we want to hope the freight pusher nay gets better yes, after today. And we will see you guys on next Monday. Peace out, yeah, y'all. Bye.